What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey there, my name is Keely Mascarina, and I'm the Discipleship Associate here at New Vision. Today I'm going to be reading from Judges chapter 6, verses 11 through 27, and I'll be reading from the NIV. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joash the Abiezrite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down the Midianites, leaving none alive. Gideon replied, If now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And the Lord said, I will wait here until you return. Gideon went inside, prepared a young goat, and from an ephah of flour he made bread without yeast, putting the meat in a basket and its broth in a pot. He brought them out and offered them to him under the oak. The angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread, place them on this rock, and pour out the broth. And Gideon did so. Then the angel of the Lord touched the meat and the unleavened bread with the tip of the staff that was in his hand. Fire flared from the rock, consuming the meat and the bread. And the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he exclaimed, Alas, sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace, do not be afraid, you are not going to die. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it, The Lord is peace. To this day it stands in Ophrah of the Abiezrites. The same night the Lord said to him, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven years old. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the the Asherah pole beside it. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on top of this height. Using the wood of the Asherah pole that you cut down, offer the second bull as a burnt offering. So Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in daytime. So we pick up in verse 11, where the angel of the Lord appears to Gideon. Gideon was in the bottom of a wine press threshing wheat. This is typically done on top of a hill But because the Israelites were hiding from the Midianites, because they were stealing all of their food, like we read yesterday, or we talked about yesterday, Gideon was hiding so that they didn't steal it. So 
The angel that appears to Gideon is a special messenger from the Lord with a special message for Gideon. The The people of Israel, they had hit rock bottom again and they needed a rescuer. And so the Lord, the angel of the Lord appears to Gideon and he tells him, he call, he refers to him as a mighty warrior, but and he tells him that he is going that he is with him. But Gideon disregards that promise that God says he is a mighty warrior and that he is with him. And he's like, How are you with us whenever it just feels like you've abandoned us? And so here we see Gideon fails to acknowledge the havoc that the people of Israel brought on themselves with their repeated disobedience and ignoring God. You know, you can't do or you can expect to do whatever you want and worship whoever you want and still expect to just tap into God's goodness whenever it's convenient. That's not how it works. A relationship with God is is two-sided. You know, we God asks us to do something and it's our job to obey. It wasn't that God had abandoned them. It was them who had drifted so far from him and his truth, the truth that brings about freedom and protection, but they they were just living a life for their own satisfaction. They were completely ignoring what um, what God asked them to do. They were ignoring him, ignoring truth, and just living for the things the world had to offer. And of course, bad things are going to happen whenever we try to do life alone apart from God and we live for temporary satisfaction. We do this today too. We feel abandoned by God when really we are not hearing from Him when we try to do life without His Word, without His people. And what we say a lot of times around New Vision, don't do life alone. You know, God God desires you to be surrounded by people, his people, the church. He desires for you to understand his word and to know his word. And when we're not doing those things, not in a legalistic way, but but when we're not doing those things, we do feel distant from God. It's like you have a best friend, but you go five months without talking to them or seeing them, and you're going to feel distant. You're going to feel like you don't have a best friend. They're still there, but you just aren't accepting their calls. You're not inviting them to do things. You're saying no, and they want to hang out with you. And it's the same with our relationship with God. We have to spend time with Him and His people to feel close to Him. So in verse 14, despite Gideon's questioning of the the angel, the angel of the Lord charges him with a mission from the Lord. He tells Gideon to rescue Israel from the Midianites. Gideon, guys, was just a farmer. He was not some big military strong leader. He was just a farmer and he was hiding in the bottom of a wine press. And God says, hey, I choose you. You're going to be the one that rescues my chosen people from the Midianites. And you would think that he'd be pumped up by this of the Lord saying, I choose you. But no, he responds with excuses of why maybe he's not the one for the job. He says he's from the weakest tribe. He's the youngest in his family. And this shows that he just lacks, he lacks courage. He doesn't believe in himself. And by not believing in himself, he questions God's judgment of his character. God created him. Of course, he knows what he is capable of. 
When we accept the invitation to follow God, we can step into who He really made us to be, and we are then able to accomplish the task that He calls us to do. God uses the most unlikely men for the most extraordinary tasks. If you've studied scripture or heard any sort of sermon in the past, you've you've heard this because that it proves to be true time and time again in scripture that God uses the most unlikely men for the most extraordinary tasks. We see this all throughout the Old Testament and we see this when Jesus picks his followers, his disciples, the people who were closest to him. They were just ordinary people. And so for you, no matter what your profession is, your calling is to love God and to love people. And he invites you to be a part of a rescue story just like Gideon. And so I want you to ask yourself, is there something in your life that God is calling you to that you're making excuses not to do? Of course, you cannot do it in your own strength either. God tells Gideon he will be with him, and it is is in his strength that Gideon can defeat the Midianites. It is in his strength that you can complete the task that he is also asking you to do. Do not let focusing on your limitations and weaknesses keep you from conquering the unthinkable that God is calling you to do. You will miss seeing the victory of his power and work in you. God saw more in Gideon than he could see in himself, and he sees more in you too. You know, I think a lot of times we tend to focus on our weaknesses and we tend to focus on what we're not. But friends, God created you in your mother's womb for a plan and a purpose. Believe in yourself because God certainly does. He made you with specific gifts and specific characteristics that he wants you to use for his glory. In verses 18 through 20, and we see throughout the rest of this passage, Gideon wants proof that the Lord really does have favor on him. And so he asks him to prove it. And so the angel of the Lord, he does. He proves that that he is truly speaking from the Lord. And whenever he de- when he proves it, Gideon immediately says um, that he believes. He it's like a light switched in after um, after the angel used his staff and uh, fire came from the rock and the the food and the it was all it disappeared because um, he truly was from the Lord. And so Gideon finally realized that. And so it was then that he was like, okay. And he stepped into what God called him to do. He got the angel of the Lord told him to sacrifice the bull. And that's what he did. And he tore down the altars that his family had, had built. And he created an altar for the Lord on top of the hilltop, exactly how God asked him to do. And so, um, Everything that the Lord instructs is for a specific purpose. And I think that that is, uh, you know, we may not have step-by-step instructions like God gave people in the Old Testament, but we have a living and a, we have a, a Bible today, a manual to guide us. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us. And so um, just to a few takeaways that I want you to not miss is God uses ordinary people for extraordinary things. A farmer like Gideon, a teacher, a banker, a janitor. He meets us where we are. Even if it's in the lowest of lows or the highest of highs, you are not too far gone for God to meet you exactly where you are. When we accept 
his calling and we walk in obedience, we can exemplify his strength and display his courage, or we can display courage because of him inside of us. It is not in our own strength, but the strength of him in us and through us. Um, It's not always easy and it's not always popular to die to the things of the world, but there's greater satisfaction in following Jesus and being loved by your Savior. You are never too far gone. Gideon was from a family of idolaters. He knew it wouldn't be the cool thing to do to tear down their idols, but he knew God believed in him and called him to deliver his people to freedom. Do you find your identity and your position your money, your friends, your family, your possessions? Is there something that God is calling you out, is calling out in you that you have been dismissing? Maybe it's you love kids and he's asking you to go on a mission trip or he's asking you to open your home and cook a meal for college students or whatever that looks like for you. Remember that he gave you those special gifts and qualities because he wants you to walk in obedience and use them for his glory. He will go before you and he will give you peace. You take the step and he will lead the way. If you need help taking that next step, we would love to help you. You can find resources on our website and we would love to chat with you. We hope that you will join us tomorrow as we continue to walk through Judges. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.